Welcome to the very first episode of our new Full Circle Women's Health Podcast, a podcast aimed at empowering women to better understand and manage their health. I'm Dominique Baum, a Women's Health GP, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Preetam Ganu, gynecologist at Full Circle Obstetrics and Gynecology. Thank you, Dominique. Welcome to Full Circle Family. Full Circle Obstetrics and Gynecology is a specialized women's health practice in South Australia, providing holistic care to women and girls of all ages and backgrounds in all seasons of their life. Over the course of this podcast series, we plan on talking through many common women's health issues from problematic periods to pregnancy, infertility, pelvic pain, menopause, and many more. We thought for our very first episode, we would start with a bit of a background about ourselves and then talk through what is so-called normal periods are. So Preetam, why don't you start by telling me a bit about your journey into medicine and what made you interested in working in women's health? Uh, very interesting question. So I was born in small town in India with very big dreams <laughs> and I'm really blessed with the amazing family and friends around me. But particularly looking around women around my circle and my family, I really wanted to always work in women's health. Mm. So from even when I joined my medical school and looked at the normal delivery, I was like completely in awe and I thought that's my calling. Um, after finishing my medical, medical school and specialization in obstetrics and gynecology in India, I came to Australia thinking that I will do a super specialization here. But coming to Australia, which I call as a land of dreams, changed my life and lifestyle and attitude towards life. <laughs> so I did my fellowship of obstetrics and gynecology here, working through all different hospitals in South Australia and interstate. And I'm currently doing master's in reproductive health. Wow. And I'm very passionate about women's health. So tell me about you, Dominic. Well, I guess my role in uh, into medicine while well, I was from South Australia, born and bred, and I did my medical studies here as well in South Australia. And then I had the chance to move to Sydney and live along those gorgeous beaches. And I worked in the hospital system there for a couple of years before coming back to South Australia to do my GP training. And then I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to move to Victoria and work at Jean Hales for Women's Health, which is a fantastic women's health clinic and organization. And, and I was really able to explore my passion for women's health there. I moved back to South Australia during the pandemic with my husband and I'm so excited to continue working both in general practice broadly, but also in this really specialised area of women's health. Wonderful. And what made you to start this podcast? Well, I think you and I are both pretty avid podcast listeners and had the similar thought that whilst there are lots of incredible podcasts out there which might touch on women's health issues, they tend to be from a personal perspective. And so we thought that creating a podcast between you know, a GP and a gynecologist might be a really great resource and tool both for our patients, but also have the scope to reach many more women all over Australia. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I love listening to podcasts and I hope our listeners will definitely benefit from this podcast. So let's talk about periods. Well, Preetam, did you want to start with talking a little bit about when periods typically start at the start of a woman or girl's life? That's a very interesting question. And I think nowadays there is a lot of, um, I think, health and well-being talks in school. So a lot of women already have uh, awareness and things. But um, if we look at the normal start of the period, it, 
it is sort of a um, like a very well designed system where we have a master gland which we call as a pituitary gland just below our brain which sends messages to our ovaries and ovaries send messages to the uterus mm -hmm. and this messaging system is very specialized chemicals called hormones and these hormonal changes start quite early on so in girls it starts with the development of breast first which we call as a thalarchy mm -hmm. or um, development of um, uh, underarm hairs or pubic hairs and then growth spurt so those are sort of a changes which we typically describe as a puberty and then it starts with the menstrual period now average age of menstrual period is generally coming with less every year and it mm. depends on like a diet and genetics and lots of different factors but average age of starting periods in australia is around 12 to 14 years but if someone started periods before age of nine or pubertal changes before age of nine then that is too early mm. and needs to be investigated similarly if someone had no signs of puberty till age of 14 or 15 or no periods by age of 14 15 then we suggest that's quite delayed mm -hmm. and needs to be investigated as well mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. um, and I guess on the other side of the spectrum is when periods stop yes um, yeah. so that's called menopause um, and again like you were explaining that's a really complicated and well-designed pattern of our hormones talking to each other and um, in the western world the average age of period stopping or of menopause is 51 um, but any time between age 45 and 55 is pretty common. Um, it can only ever be defined retrospectively. So once you've had no periods for one year or 12 months, we'd say you are postmenopausal. Um, and if your periods stopped before the age of 40, we would call that premature menopause or premature ovarian insufficiency. So that's something that should definitely get checked out with your doctor. And I think we'll do a whole podcast about menopause and perimenopausal changes down the track. Definitely. That's a very important like a window for long-term health. Mm -hmm. But um, just interestingly about the periods, um, it's like a quite big part of the women's health issues. And that's why we are starting with that as mm -hmm. a first podcast. But uh, there are, as I mentioned to you before, it changes with a lot of different factors. Mm -hmm. um, it, the I think perspective or the way people look at it is also different. So I know some cultures even celebrate starting of the period that it is like a step into womanhood. And it, like because of the hormonal changes, there are a lot of changes happening. But in a way, sort of a, uh, if you are getting regular periods, it, we know that you're sort of a, everything is happening normally. Mm -hmm. And um, in future, whenever you plan to, you can get pregnant and have babies sort mm. of thing. Yeah. So it's the start of womanhood a lot of cultures would celebrate it as. Yeah. Uh, different cultures have different beliefs and different things, but yeah. Um, so can you take uh, tell us a little bit about the average length of period cycle? Sure. Uh, so this can vary a bit between women and even in you know a single woman, it can change a bit month to month. But we would say that a normal cycle length would be you know, around every month, about every 28 days, a woman would normally get a period. Um, cycles less than 21 days, would say, are, are quite short and irregular. Mm -hmm. And similarly, cycles which are longer than 35 days would also call irregular or, or um, irregularly prolonged. Mm -hmm. um, now that um, is, we always give a bit of leeway 
in the first couple of years when a woman or a teenager starts getting her periods, we often would expect that time to have slightly irregular periods. But, you know, once it's been two years since your period started, we would think that whatever pattern is happening then Mm -hmm. tends to be, you know, the pattern that you'll be getting over your lifetime. And there's a few types of bleeding which are always abnormal or should always be checked out. Um, And so an example of that would be bleeding in between periods, so spotting in the middle of a cycle or at an unexpected time, um, or bleeding after sex. That's something that should always be checked out with your GP or your gynecologist. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. But there are, of course, lots of other things which can impact on your cycle and and might change your cycle. Uh, What are some of those, Preeta? Yeah, definitely. So just um, like the interesting fact with the, when the periods we talk about, sometimes people say that they're getting two periods in a mm-hmm. month and that means their cycles are very short, but varying from 21 to 35 days is very normal. But there are lots of factors which can affect the period cycle. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned to you before, um, that the pituitary gland, which is just at the base of the brain, I usually call it, it's almost having bath between our emotional this hormones and things like that. So anything which causes a stress, that sort of a bloodbath can change that periods very significantly. Typically, I find that if someone has moved from the one state to other state or moved countries or started university, any stressful event mm-hmm. can start changing their periods, whether their periods will become too frequent or too late. Uh, similarly, gaining weight or losing weight, starting new exercise, extreme exercise, um, these all things can cause um, changes in the period. These are like sort of non-medical things, but some other things like um, one of the most common causes having late period or no period is pregnancy. Mm, Of course, (laughs) it's a good one not to forget about. (laughs) Not to forget about. (laughs) Or if someone is on contraceptive pills, sometimes they get breakthrough bleeding or some of the long-term contraceptive options, sometimes people have no periods at all. And with the medication, we consider it quite normal sort of thing. So those are common factors which can change, but there are some uh, medical reasons which can change your periods as well. So some people have a polycystic ovary syndrome where they they are not ovulating every month, and we probably need to discuss this a bit more in detail, but that is one of the common cause of delayed periods or irregular periods. Or sometimes they have some structural problems like polyps or fibroids, mm. and that can cause some irregular periods. So yes, a lo- lot to talk about. <laughs> we need to do a, uh, another episode about it as well. <laughs> and I think we will do some further chats just about irregular cycles. But I guess the takeaway is that you know periods can vary for lots of different reasons. Not all of them are you know, anything to be worried about. But if you are noticing a change in your periods or irregularity that's going on for several months, um, it's a good idea to see a GP or a gynecologist to chat through that so that we can make sure we're not missing any of those more serious causes. Yeah. Now, uh, another interesting question, and many of our listeners probably know this already, but um, do you know what average size pads or tampon, how much blood do they hold? I had no idea until we spoke about this earlier, but it's a really common question. How heavy is too heavy? And when someone gets their period, it can seem quite dramatic, like you're losing a lot of blood. And so how much does a tampon or a pad hold? So uh, the fully saturated light tampon can hold up to three millimeter, uh, milliliters of fluid. So three ml of fluid and fully saturated super tampon can hold up to 12 ml of fluid and fully saturated regular daytime pad holds around 5 ml and fully soaked overnight pad can hold up to 10 to 15 ml of blood. Mm. 
So medically, we say up to 20 to 80 ml is like a normal amount of blood uh, during our periods. Mm -hmm. But it's really hard to say how much blood loss anyone is having. Like some people use menstrual cup and they can probably able to tell it. But otherwise, um, sometimes we need to just go with the symptoms. But if we look at the health definition or WHO definition to say what is considered as a heavy periods, mm -hmm. they don't go about how much amount we are losing. Any amount of bleeding, if it is affecting your day-to-day -day life, causing you iron deficiency, causing you taking time off your work, that is abnormal mm -hmm. and that needs to be checked. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really important takeaway. Mm. Um, but surprising actually to learn how little we actually usually lose in our periods. Mm. Um, I guess along similar lines, period pain is another really big and really important question which um, we get asked a lot in our work. Yeah. Um, so 80% of women will experience some period pain, um, but with normal periods, we'd expect this to be mild and really easily controlled with simple pain relief, like a heat pack or taking some paracetamol or ibuprofen. Uh, pain which is waking you up overnight or pain that is stopping you from doing your normal activities like going to school or keeping you home from work, stopping you doing sport or seeing friends. And that is not normal period pain and can sometimes indicate underlying issues like endometriosis as a possibility. And so if that's something that resonates with you, that's something you should definitely go to talk to your GP or gynecologist further about and get that checked out. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good point. And I think there is a more and more awareness around this um, mm -hmm. period pain thing. So just to summarize, uh, like having normal regular cycle is a good sign. And it can change with a lot of different things, um, not always very uh, serious sort of thing. But if there are any changes in your cycle or if it is affecting your day to day life with the heavy periods or painful periods, we definitely need to talk to our doctor mm -hmm. um, like your general practitioner is first good starting point and then specialist if needed. So I think, well, I think we have covered quite a good few aspects of uh, normal periods. There is a lot to talk. But I think uh, about wrapping up things of our charts here, what do you think? Yeah, I think that covers the basic aspects of normal periods and it's a really good place to start for our first episode. Make sure you tune in for next week's episode where we're going to be discussing one of the most common period problems, one of the more common causes of irregular periods, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review. And if you have any questions, message us on our Instagram or email us and we will answer in our future episode. Thank you. And that email for you is reception at fullcircleog.com.au and you can find our Instagram at fullcirclepodcast. We're looking forward to hearing your questions.